Hello, and welcome to the Live, Lead, Succeed podcast, where you'll be inspired to become the best version of yourself, overcome limiting mindsets, and grow into the leader of excellence you were called to be. Here's your leadership and lifestyle coach and guide, Stacy Barlow-Hill. All right. Hello, Succeeders. This is Stacey Barlow-Hill, your leadership and lifestyle coach, helping you to become the best version of yourself and lead successfully. Today is Tuesday. It's time for our Tuesday Talk and Live podcast. And I am here today with Danielle Detige. Did I say that right? You did it perfectly. I was practicing before we went on live and I knew I was <laughs> messing it up, but she said I got it right. How are you today, Danielle? I am good, Stacey. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to have you on. I, I see you on social media, but it's been a long time since I've, I've seen you in person. Um, but for those of you that don't know, Danielle is the owner of NOLA Party Boutique. She is in New Orleans. Um, and you'll hear that in her accent. She has a beautiful New Orleans accent. So you'll hear her accent as she begins to talk. Um, and she is also the owner of Workflow, which helps um, small business owners. Um, she says helping small business owners play big. Um, but I'll, I'll let her tell you more about that. So Danielle, let me um, give you the stage for a little bit and introduce yourself. Let us know about you. Um, and then we'll we'll keep going on here. Okay. Well, like you said, I'm the owner of NOLA Party Boutique and that started as a passion project. Um, I always have loved parties and I always like to do fun and different things. And when I was doing things for my son and his birthday parties, people started asking me to do those things for them. And they're, they're like, oh, well, can I order this? And I'm like, order? Like, what? Like, <laughs> like that was just something I was doing. And so I started with desserts, actually. And at some point transitioned into balloons because my customers started asking for it. And you know, initially it was a hobby is, you know, and I would say a side hustle. And at some point I realized I wasn't happy with what I was doing in my full-time job and I wanted to make it a real business. And so I had to do a lot of mindset shifting and education and everything else to develop that into a real business and be able to take it full-time. So um, I focused on that very seriously and I'm the type of person, if I put it in my mind, I'm going to make it happen. And, you know, I put a date to it and was able to leave my full-time job and do um, balloons as a, a business full-time. And so in that process, a second business was born because I, you know, as I met other female entrepreneurs, especially in the events industry or in creative industries, they were passionate about what they were doing, but they were not interested in that business side of things. And so I wanted to help 
women business owners to to get that, to be able to take that from a side hustle to actually being a business and being able to support their families. Love that. How long has your um your event business been around? It has been around. I keep saying 10 years, but it's been around since 2009. I you know, somewhere in there I've lost track of yeah. <laughs> those years. So oh, since good. 2009 is when I initially started the business. Okay. So we started right around the same time. Um, my event company is 11 this year. So that's wonderful. And I think we discovered um, not too long ago that we had um, our beginnings kind of in common with the um, the, the uh, desserts. We both started right. desserts and cake decorating and stuff like that. So it's really cool. Isn't it something to just kind of see how like <laughs> decorating cakes and cupcakes and then 11 years later and, you know, you're sitting here talking about something completely different um, and how full circle it's going. So Great. awesome. Wonderful. So tell us a little bit um, about each business. So let's start more with the event because I know what you do, but everybody else doesn't know what you do. So tell us <laughs> what NOLA is and then we'll talk about what workflow is. Okay, so NOLA Party Boutique, um, now we're strictly balloon decor. Um, I, I have some people that are very still very um, upset with me that I don't do desserts anymore, but I do not. Um, so we're strictly balloon decor now, and we mainly service corporate and um, high-end events. And that's you know kind of our focus. We work a lot with um, event planners as well as... Um, corporate accounts. And we, you know, we try to provide both classic decor and creative decor for those types of events. But that's just, you know, coming from a corporate background, that's, that's kind of just what I enjoy because I, I, I know that client and I know what they need. Mm -hmm. awesome. What what was your profession before you um, started the company? Um, I was I used to work in administration, so I used to work for the health department here in administration. And then prior to that, um, I worked for what I call a serial entrepreneur. So mm -hmm. um, my my previous um, boss opened I want to say five different small businesses during the time that I was with him. And never had a staff of more than 10 people. So, and that's total across the businesses. Oh, yeah. So that is part of where, you know, my passion for the second business workflow comes from is developing processes to be able to do more with less. Okay, wonderful. Okay, so now tell us a little bit about workflow and how that started and, and who you service with that. So workflow really just started from as I was, you know, building my education in um, business and learning different things to expand my business and to get closer to my target um, customer, I was running into a lot of other business women who were like, that was just great to them. Like the, you know, the business side of thing was just not one, something that they understood and two, something that they really wanted to understand and they wanted to just live their passion. You know, you, you know, as an artist, you know, we have that side of us that is like, you know, all about the artistry, but is is difficult to then, you know, like rein that in and be business focused, you know, because you just want to create that beautiful thing. 
Yeah. But that beautiful thing has to pay bills. So you have to bring the two together. And so I saw that there was a need there and I saw that um, there was a gap because a lot of the business instruction that I was going to, I understood because I love business, but Mm -hmm. other people were still lost. It wasn't being broken down, you know, enough for someone who doesn't already understand it to really get it and understand why it's important. Absolutely. Yeah. And I I come across this a lot too. um, And I'm sure you do having been in business as long as you have, but you know, people will come to you and want you to mentor or, um, you know, give them advice. And um, usually one of my first pieces of advice is to um, understand that this is a business just because you can cook well or do hair well or whatever your profession is doesn't necessarily mean that you'll be successful or even want to be an entrepreneur like a lot of times they see you know us sitting around talking about it and think that's great i can do that you know or they see the pictures and and see all of those things but not understanding the work and the grind and the hustle (laughs) that comes behind it Um, and at some point you usually end up doing everything besides what it was that you really wanted to do in the first place right. so while you be a party planner now you become the secretary the janitor the, the administrator like everything <laughs> right i mean it's, it's definitely not for the faint at heart i mean you have to really know that it's something that you want to do and get into and you know, social media is not going to show you those three o'clock in the morning breakdowns when you're like, it doesn't look right. It's not, you know, <laughs> like I can remember I have a, 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 a business bestie and we both were doing desserts at that time. And I remember a phone call at three o'clock in the morning and I'm, I was doing a Mickey Mouse um, design on an Oreo. And I was just like, it just looks like three circles. It just looks like three circles. And she said, Danielle, Mickey Mouse is three circles. (laughs) (laughs) But there are a million conversations like that that we had, you know, like nobody is there for the, you know, for that part. And and, and that part is real. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, you could be the most talented, but not be the most successful. Yeah. It's that business piece that's going to make the difference. Absolutely. And, you know, that doesn't to some people that comes natural. I think, you know, maybe a little bit for like yourself and myself, um, but for a lot of people, it doesn't. And I think um, it's okay to admit that. Like there's so many resources and people like yourself that can help those people. You know, they can help you. It takes some focus and time. Are you going to act when you're in I, for a second, I was, but I think it's good. It was, it's echoing. Hmm. Okay, sorry. Um, but yeah, but that can be taught, right? You can be taught business skills, but it's going to take some effort. Like you're going to need to seek the help and admit that you need the help um, because that's going to, I think, determine a lot um, and whether your business is going to be successful or not. So I love that. Love that you um, offer that. Are you just in um, the New Orleans area, or are you offering that? You know, kind of worldwide. No, I mean, we're a virtual world. So wherever, you know, wherever the need is, is, you know, I want to be able to touch and help as many women business owners as possible, because I want if you have that passion and drive, I want to see you succeed. You know, it shouldn't be just information 
or, you know, a skill set that keeps you from reaching your height. Absolutely. I'm glad you brought up COVID, too. I was going to ask you how um, how your businesses have survived or thrived during COVID. What's kind of been your experience? So I I actually took an untraditional route during COVID as far as the balloon business. A lot of people pivoted to like the yard art and, you know, everything like that. For me, um, I mean, I'm, I'm very um, spiritual and faith based. And so for me, I knew in that moment that the Lord was calling me in a different direction. Mm. So to me, I had been putting workflow on hold. You know, it was there, but it, I wasn't giving it its full attention because mm -hmm. I was trying to reach a certain point of, you know, automation in the balloon business so that I could focus on it, so that I could pull my attention away. And so I took COVID as that moment of saying, you know what, you have unlimited time right now. And I took that as an opportunity to lean in and um, like maybe a week or two after COVID, I put out a 40 day strengthen your business challenge. And it was just a free challenge. It was just, I needed something to do with my time. And I knew that there were a lot of businesses that, you know, whether they wanted to or not were on hold. Yeah. And so it was a good opportunity to just start working on those business skills so that once you could start, you know, doing things again, that you would be more solid in your business and ready, you know, to kind of try to recoup those losses and, you know, come back stronger. I love it. Love it. Love it. I think when I met you, I feel like you were just, this was either a thought or it was maybe set up, but you weren't quite like all the way in it. Right. Um, that time. So it's awesome to see like how, how much you've grown and um, just just how much um, I'm sure this is really impactful too at this time. I found even in my own coaching, um, the, the same kind of happened. I focused on it a lot more um, when COVID came, but it seems like it's the time now where people are kind of reevaluating where they are um, or wanting to really um, tighten up skills or really thinking about entrepreneurism or um, starting businesses and things like that. So I feel like this is a really um, great time for the coaching um, part of your business. Yeah, I agree. I think that, you know, I think that we, we don't take enough time to sit still. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, the way the world is, we don't get the opportunity to sit still. And I think a lot of our purpose is in that silence and we don't, we don't get the opportunity to see it. And so I think, you know, COVID gave a lot of people the opportunity to really start evaluating, like, what it, what's going on with my life? And am I living, you know, am I living my purpose? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, before we um, signed on live, we were um, talking about being introverts and how we've kind of enjoyed <laughs> some of this um, on screen time and attending conferences um, virtually. Um, but I, I hear that a lot though, that a lot of people um, feel like you can't be an entrepreneur and be introverted um, or you don't have as much success um, being introverted. Um, so what, what do you say to that? I, I mean, I think that you have to adjust, but I don't think that you have to um, change, if that makes sense. Like, you know, there are some adjustments that, you know, have to be made. I mean, I had to get comfortable with networking events and, you know, what that meant. But I still um, 
move in my own way. I just, you know, I have to stretch myself. I know that I'm, you know, tend to be shy or, you know, whatever. I have to stretch myself, but I can still be an entrepreneur that is successful and still be an introvert. I'm still totally an introvert. Um, a lot of people may not believe it if they, you know, hear my videos or they see that I'm actually sitting here doing a, <laughs> a podcast right now. Um, but it's something that I'm passionate about. So it's something that, you know, I don't feel as uncomfortable doing. And it's, you know, also, you know, having great people to do it with, it makes it a lot easier for you as well. But it's just learning yourself, learning yourself and pulling out the best of yourself. You don't have to switch over to be someone you're not. You just pull out that best part of yourself. And you know that sometimes you have to kind of suck some things up because it's for the greater good. So, you know, if I can't get out in front of people, then I can't help people. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think that's a, a big uh, takeaway from that, too, is when you know it's not about you, because I I still honestly am not. It's not my favorite thing to be on camera, um, but I used to be terrified of it just a couple of years ago, like to the point where I wouldn't do anything live. Like I'd have to record it and then put it out mm -hmm. and then was still scared about it. And <laughs> so I will say I've come a long way. But what I have to constantly remind myself is it's not about me. You know, if you're making it about you and how you look and all this stuff, then you're making it about you. Right. So it's about who you're serving and those that you serve. And when you can put it in that type of perspective, then, you know, it doesn't look it doesn't matter what my hair looks like or what lipstick I got on or what's happening today because it's for someone else so I love that do you have any um best practices so like for me like Thursdays are my day off like I will shut off my phone I will like not answer the door like it is my day off if I choose to answer the door answer the phone you know like I do that but I'm very protective of like that day it's my day like <laughs> so do you have any best practices that you use to help keep yourself, um, you know, at your best? Uh, well, yeah, I, my day is Monday. Okay. <laughs> so I do the same thing. My day is Monday. And basically my rule for Monday is I only do things that I want to do. Yes. And so sometimes that might be work. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it may be, you know, let's say I know the week is about to be crazy. And sometimes work may be what I want to do. Mm -hmm. But I only do what I want to do. If something comes across my desk or email or something and it's just like, you know, stressing me out. Well, it'll stress me out on Tuesday because Monday is yeah. my day. And then my other tip is just create boundaries. And mm -hmm. when you create those boundaries, respect them. Because yeah. when you disrespect your boundaries, it causes stress for you. But, you know, sometimes people will say, well, you know, I want to please my customer. I want to do this and I want to do that. And that is all well and good. But when you stretch yourself outside of your boundaries, you're actually disrespecting your customers too. Mm -hmm. Because every time that I've done that, that one person may have gotten what they wanted, but it stretched me in a way that I couldn't best service everyone else. Mm -hmm. And so- I can't show up as my best self for my clients if I'm dealing with something that's outside of the boundaries. You know, know why you set them and make sure that you are, you know, maintaining them because you didn't make them up out of the clear blue sky. You set them for a reason. And so, you know, just always respect your boundaries. Know that, you know, 
there's nothing that um, unless you're, you know, a medical professional, there's nothing that anybody's going to, you know, die if it doesn't happen in that moment. You know, so just make sure you respect those boundaries and enjoy your, your family and your life. Like, I think that that gets lost a lot of times, you know, mm -hmm. when you're an entrepreneur, like you're, you're so busy trying to, you know, make progress, but you know, what is it worth if you're not really enjoying those around you? Absolutely. Yeah. I love what you just said. Um, I had really thought of it in that way, but you said that when you, um, when you disrupt your boundaries by serving a client, you're not at your best to service other clients. So it's actually, you know, kind of a, a chain reaction. And um, that makes a whole lot of sense. Um, I get that for sure. Um, I even, I just had a conversation even with my team um, last evening because it's, everybody wants to plan parties now. So we went from like clothes last year to like, yes, <laughs> yes, People are just celebrating in the backyard and the church and the pool. Like, it doesn't matter. Like they just want to have events. <laughs> so this is wonderful and we're blessed, but it's, um, it's a lot, you know, trying to keep up with everybody and please everybody. And they don't want to, you know, turn things down. Um, you know, but I was just telling them, like, you, you have to you have to set boundaries and you've got to take time off and you can't wait for the day to take time off. Like, you've got to be intentional and like put it on the calendar and, yeah. and take it, because if you don't take it, you're just going to run yourself crazy and then you're going to be stressed out and then it's going to show up in your work and the way that you relate to people and your family. And it's just a whole trickle down effect. Um, but self-care is is so important. Um especially in our line of work. Um, the event industry can be brutal. Um, like you were mentioning the 3 a.m. cleanups and the, the setups, it's an all day affair. And it's not just that day, it's all the prep work that goes in, right. all the meeting with clients and and everything. Um, so it's, and especially um, as introverts, right? Cause we have to reserve our energy and um, to be able to be the best that we can for other people. So to all of you introverts out there, set boundaries, Use yes. self-care, yes. be intentional yes. about taking your time off, protect your space, protect your energy um, so that you can be the best that you can be. So Danielle, tell us a little bit about your family in New Orleans and what's going on over there. So yes, I'm a New Orleans girl, food yeah. and, and music and all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, so I am married. We're going to actually be um, married next month for 17 years nice and we've been together since high school so i, I say we've been together since 1812 <laughs> 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 we've been together longer longer than we've been apart so um so that you know that is a beautiful beautiful thing and he is like so supportive of everything like no matter what like you know, crazy journey I take us on. He's like, so what you need me to do? <laughs> like, well, so um, so that has been a blessing. Um, we have a 14-year-old son, Noah. And um, I don't even know how to describe Noah. Just he's just, I don't know, just you know, God knew what he was doing. That's all I'm gonna say. And one day, you know we'll see what, what greatness comes from him because he just, he's just that type of kid. He's just, you know, mm -hmm. smart. He's kind. He's just loving. He's just, 
I, I could go on and on. You know, I can. You can check out my timeline and you'll you'll see <laughs> all of my proud mommy moments with my baby. Um, and then Walter, our newest addition, is um, he's our puppy. So um, the door is closed, so he's not in here. He would typically be like right here, <laughs> um, but he's our new little puppy, and he's going to be one next month. So. Um, he was he was a, a COVID gift and he is so full of personality, he has his own Instagram page and he, <laughs> he has a following and it's just it, it's been incredible. I call him my co-worker, but all he manages to do is lay on top of my paperwork. And I really call him my self-care manager because he it, it seems as though he realizes when it's time to stop working and he will climb on top of my lap, like move the laptop. <laughs> My office hours are over. Yes. Oh, I love that. But yes. Yeah. If you follow Danielle, you see um, Walter makes my day. I love seeing his little face <laughs> pop up. And he's just so cute. I didn't. I didn't know he was um, not even one yet, though. He's big. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He he he's been getting big. Um, I I'm, I hope he's finished growing since he thinks he's a lap dog. So I hope he's <laughs> done because I don't think my lap can take much more. Oh, uh, well, wonderful. Well, how do you think, because um, it sounds like family is super important to you, how do you feel like you've navigated through these businesses with, with keeping your family and your faith at the forefront um, and not being able to lose that in the process? I mean, I, I will say it has been a challenge um, and it wasn't something that I always managed well. Mm -hmm. You know, in the beginning, I feel like, you know, that lack of, you know, boundaries and people pleasing and all of that, you know, just led to, you know, it was constantly, you know, like you're, you're constantly working. And so mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you're working a full time job, then you come home and then you're trying to work on whatever you have to do for this event. And when you look up, you realize that, you know, you kind of blurred through the week. And, you know, my family has always been there and always been supportive. Um, I used to call Noah my my quality control manager when he was a little kid because he would walk <laughs> through and he'll say, mommy, that doesn't look right. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not finished. And then I'll come and get him when I'm finished to get his approval. You know, yeah. so they were always a part of the business and we do everything together no matter what it is. So we're mm -hmm. always going to spend time together. But as I started to become more clear on the direction I wanted to go in, I made sure that they were a priority and that that time was its own time. Not that we spent time together because we were working on jobs all weekend, but we spent time together because it was, you know, planned out that way and purposeful. Yeah. Does he still like the help? Does he help out in the business? He still helps out. I don't know if he likes it or not. I haven't, um, <laughs> I haven't really asked, but he still helps out. He, he, he's um, my balloon popper and he, you know, definitely helps on deliveries when he's not in school and stuff like that. So he still helps. That's what I think mine don't want anything to do with it anymore. I, they keep talking about going to work at Starbucks and all this stuff. And I'm like, you have a company to work at. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, that's since we was five. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he still, he still will. He still will help. But he, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't push it though. I don't push it. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're like, they would come if I asked them to, but it's 
they're not gonna volunteer anymore at all they're over that <laughs> uh, okay yeah what, what's maybe like a biggest life lesson um that you've learned maybe through all this i think the biggest life lesson that i i would say that i've learned is that things don't have to be the way that people told you they have to be mm. you know you can you can make your own reality. I think that we are, you know, taught that we have to do things this way. You know, you have to have a traditional job or you you know, you won't be successful or you have to, you know, like the whole constant grind. Like I'm I'm like so anti that mentality at this point in my life. Like you yeah. can work smarter. You don't have to, you know, everything doesn't have to be hard. Everything doesn't have to be a struggle. You can live with ease and you can have you know like people say well you can't have it all you can have it all you just have to look at and really evaluate what does all mean yeah and i think that that really looking at what is what are those things that matter and focusing on making sure that your actions align with those things that matter because there's so much wasted energy on things that ultimately don't matter but people told us they did mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that for sure. Um, what does success look like to you these days? I feel like when we start our businesses, we kind of have one idea of um, what we think is success. And then somewhere along the way, I feel like it, it kind of changes sometimes. But what, what's what's your definition today of what success looks like to you? Today, my definition of success is peace and time freedom. Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm like, does, is this going to disturb my peace? It's not worth it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it. Like, it is. I think you posted something not too long ago, and I don't know if I saved it or liked it or commented or what, but it was something about you said just because I'm available doesn't mean. Just because I'm free, just because I'm free doesn't mean I'm available or something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. It's true. It's it mean people feel like, you know, all of your time has to be occupied. And if it's not occupied, then you're not being productive or you're not this or you're not that. It's like we have that rat race mentality so deeply ingrained. Sometimes you need to sit still. Sometimes you just need to sit like you, rest is a part of it. You can't, you know, you can't be your best self if you don't allow yourself to rest. And I mean, I, I just don't understand like the the like anti rest mentality because I'm like, why wouldn't you want to <laughs> like yeah. Why would yeah. you not want to do that? <laughs> you know, I feel some of that might come with age too, because I, I feel like twenties and thirties, like rest. What? Like I don't, I don't need rest. Like I can, I can stay up all night. I can, I can yes. push. <laughs> so I feel like maybe it's some age, um, and um, seasons, right? Like maybe there's yes. like you kind of got to hustle at some period when you're starting a business, right? Like, right. Of hustling, but I think I feel like you learn really quick, like. Yeah, I mean it's 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 temporary. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like that is a mode, not a life. Yes. And I think that some people never switch out of it. Like, you know, you at some point like you do that cuz you don't know any better. You you're learning as you go, but at some point you learn mm -hmm. and then you do something different. But I think some people just never 
make that transition. And I'm like, well, when is that going to happen? Because eventually we're not going to be here anymore. Right. Absolutely. Well, this was wonderful, Danielle. Um, and if you are part of the Successful Soul Circle, Danielle is going to continue on after this in the um, Facebook group with her owner signature framework, which is her keys to having a balanced business so that you are owning your business instead of your business owning you. And I love that so much. So we are going to sign off of here um, and continue our talk in the Soul Circle. If you uh, want to become a member of the Successful Soul circle you will still have access to this there's an online classroom where you get um, replays to all of our guest speakers and um, workshops so Danielle why don't you maybe just tell us a little snippet about what the owner um, signature framework is and then we're gonna hop on over to there and um, go on with your talk okay so yeah the owner framework I mean my main philosophy at this point as a business owner is you know doing things in a way that give you freedom and that you're not, you know, bogged down under your business. Because I think that's what happens to a lot of us. We get engrossed in the business and then the business becomes us. And there's no separation between us and the business. And honestly, the business is owning you at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, you have no control over it. So I want to help everybody to get that control back and to you know, flip the script. So now that you have that ownership and your business is working for you and you have the freedom to live whatever it is your dream life is. Danielle, what's the website um, for your workflow? It's um, yourworkflow.com. Yourworkflow.com. I'm going to put that up here so you can see it. Is that right? That's correct. Okay, so everyone go to yourworkflow.com and follow Danielle. Where can they follow you on social media? Um, They can follow me on either Facebook or Instagram and it's at yourworkflow. Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Danielle. I can't wait to hear your talk um, over in the Successful Soul Circle. Thank you so much for being with us today and we will talk to you soon. Okay, thank you for having me. Thank you. for listening to the Live, Lead, Succeed podcast. We hope that you were inspired and encouraged to reach just a little bit higher today. Remember, you've got this and we're rooting for you.